안녕. <웃음> 안녕하세요. 여러분. 안녕. 잘 지내셨어요? Hey guys. So we're back this week and yes. We're going to be discussing a very crucial lesson in K-pop. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, I mean, yeah. I call it the lesson because we've noticed that more and more people are getting into K-pop lately. Mm-hmm. Um, Congratulations for your good decisions in life. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought maybe people like me, because I'm relatively new still, would like to learn about K-pop as, as an industry and yeah. basically what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. Before we start, as usual, the most important question, what are you drinking? I am drinking something very new, very fresh, Wow, very different. It's water. <laughs> Yes. Wow, yeah, that is new. Right? So yes. what are you drinking? Uh just green tea for me tonight. I'm trying to get into tea more. Ah, uh you're talking my language. Right? More than coffee. Trying to make yeah. healthier decisions. I hope. We love that. Okay, so for today we're going to be talking about big three of K-pop. And hype, but more specifically, big hit label. Yes. We won't be talking about their cultures or um, how they treat their artists. Because I know that's like pretty controversial. Yep, this is not the episode for that. For most fans. But um, today we're going to be talking about just how exactly do you differentiate music and production between mm-hmm. these four companies. So we're going to try to summarize everything today and talk yeah. about music, artists maybe, and yeah. what we think about them, what we like about them, what we don't mm-hmm. like about them. So there, I'm going to have to give the floor to our K-pop queen. <laughs> Uh, just to give us like a brief background of why the big three is the big three, who is the big three, and yeah. you know stuff like that. So take it away. Disclaimer: I'm not an expert <laughs> in these things, um, and you know if I say something that's wrong, then feel free to correct me mm-hmm. uh, respectfully, please. <laughs> but. You know, we're all we're all fans. We're all learning. Um, so the big three of the K-pop industry is SM Entertainment, YG Entertainment, and JYP Entertainment. And basically, the big three is the big three because they have produced some of the most popular artists throughout K-pop's history in the last what twenty something years, mm-hmm. and they also have the most resources, of course, being that they are so like big companies. And the reason why they are big companies is because of the impact that they have made in the industry. That's correct. So I think that it's going to be hard for you to give an argument on why they don't deserve mm-hmm. to be there. Right, right. 
like if you just look at their lineups, um, I can pluck out any artist of theirs from first and second generation, and you would be like, yeah, yeah, they deserve that spot there. And yes, other, you know, we're not talking about any worthiness of other artists and other companies, but yeah, we're, we'll just stay there. And actually, there was one company, DSP Media, who was considered part of the big three before. Which I didn't know about this. I didn't know about this. <laughs> They're the company that uh, produced Finkel. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, they are probably like the second, the first or the second K-pop okay. girl group. All right. So, and they also produced Kara. DSP also produced Kara, which is like powerhouse second gen group. They just didn't get the the momentum going to really stay in that. Right. So no, it's fine. We don't deny their history, but currently the big three is SMYG JYP. And they have very unique styles. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk about that. But yes. aside from them, we're also gonna talk about big hit entertainment. Yes. Which is we all know that's the entertainment agency that created BTS. So, of course, we can't deny that they're currently very, very big in the industry. Arguably, like, you know, people are starting to call it more of, like, the big four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I've read an article about this because I know um, how some people feel about this. Like, why can't they just name it the big four? Yeah. Actually, the answer is very, very simple. Yeah. The first three companies started the Hallyu wave. So, obviously, the fourth agency or the fourth entertainment label is a little bit newer to, yeah. mm. to the industry. To the industry. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, no shade, no hate. It's mm-hmm. just that's how things are. And, and I know that BTS right now is like the biggest group yeah, in the world you know what you know what yeah. maybe that can change yeah but you know in the future it's not right now and the reason why we're talking about big hits specifically like just so to, just to get this out of the way like mm-hmm. why not hype we're just gonna talk about music and hype labels has a lot of agencies under them. them so you know just to just let's focus on just one company since all of the companies under HYBE have different sounds. So if we're going to talk about HYBE labels as a whole, are we going to talk about Justin Bieber as well? Like, I don't I don't know. I mean, I can. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure you can. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we just want to keep this focused for, yeah. for today's discussion. So let's start. Where do you want to begin? Which company do you want to talk about first? You decide. You want to randomly like okay, block. so let's let's start with YG. Okay. Okay. Oh yes. So YG started in 1996. Yes. Um it was started by Yang Hyun Sok. And yes. it's mostly known for its hip hop roots and mm-hmm. swag. Uh, so some artists under YG would be Blackpink, 21, if you're our age. <laughs> <laughs> and then Big Bang, 
winner icon and treasure these are just some of their artists or Mm -hmm. yeah they're more uh, known artists in the industry so what do you think of yg's music for those who may not know young hyun sok or papa Mm -hmm. yg (laughs) is was a member of soteji and the boys he was one of the boys He was one of the boys of Sotaji. And so, you know, you really see that hip-hop influence. And yeah, I, I guess, like, <laughs> I think we talked about it before. I re- described YG's music as they have their own sound. They have their own mm. kind of, they have a separate playground of yeah. their music. And it's very distinct, very YG, hip-hop, R&B. And I think that, Aside from the fact that it's YG who founded the company, there is one person that you can credit for this distinct YG sound. Eddie. Ah, Eddie. He was, is a member of, I forgot, is it one time? One time, please correct me if I'm wrong. But he is one of, like, uh, probably until now, if you check any random album of like Blackpink or what, like, he's there. He's in the credits as producer, writer, composer. I don't know. He he does a lot of YG's music, and so that's you get get the distinct sound from that. Uh, I would say to a there's going to be a limiting factor to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you you get. A majority of your sound from one person, it's gonna stay like that for a long time. Unless you know they are changing. Like I've heard treasure. We love treasure yeah, here in the house. <laughs> in <laughs> case so happy. <laughs> you did not know yet. Actually, I haven't announced it yet on the show, but I am a baby to me, the treasure maker. And I'm seeing them in concert, but that's not the point of this episode. Uh, I'm here. To <laughs> We're talk gonna about... have a, another episode to talk about Trixie yes. going to the concert. But and, yeah, uh, we're here to talk about their music. So what I've observed, because mm-hmm. as an early listener, I mean, when I used to casually listen to K-pop, so I knew yeah. of like Twenty One and Big Bang. Yeah, what really stuck to me is that YG's music is very fitting or very suitable for parties. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Which I think translates until now with Treasure. Because they have drops in in Blackpink. Exactly. They have drops in their songs. So it's just really nice to listen to if you're working out that's something that's just like something i've observed from before and until now and it sticks when it comes to rapping yg rappers have a very very specific way of rapping i notice it whether it's bobby or mino um hyunsook from treasure haruto yoshi even the girls, uh, Lisa, CL. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, iconic. There's such an authority in hip-hop and rap and really making it more mainstream. 
Yeah. In in like the world of K-pop. And they're very easy to listen to. Yes. If you're not familiar with K-pop. Yes. Like, yes. If you like I, Western yeah. hip-hop, Western R&B, yeah. you probably like their music too. Next is JYP. Okay. So JYP, I had the feeling. Oh my God. Yeah. So JYP started 1997. So a year after YG. Yeah. By Park Jin Young. And is known to be the home of girl groups. Because, well, a lot of the girl groups you know or you probably have heard yeah. of are probably from JYP. So you have yes. Wonder Girls, Miss A, Twice, Etsy, then currently NMIX, who has made very, very um controversial debut because of the type of music that they released. And then for other groups, you have Stray Kids, also very, very popular, Fourth Gen mm-hmm. Group, GOT7, uh, 2PM. JYP, I mm-hmm. think, is I think they're like the frontliners of pop music in K-pop. Ooh, so if YG is like hip hop, yeah, they, um, um, JYP is like pop, like mainstream yeah. pop, mainstream, yeah, K-pop, Korean like, pop. I mean, Wonder Girls first and foremost. Tell me, so hot, like nobody. They do pop really well, and I think and pop as in like. Not just you know the sound of like bubblegum pop, but mm-hmm. also pop as in what's currently trendy, what's currently popular in music at the at the current moment or at the, a certain point in time. They know how to make themselves stand out and be at like on the top of right. that. Yeah, that's what I think about them because I listened to Maniac just like a few minutes ago mm-hmm. while we were preparing just to be like. Because I kind of know Stray Kids, but like not really know them that well. Mm-hmm. And of course, like now the popular thing is like really incorporating some, you know, different unexpected elements into the music right. and like having a more diverse sound and like, you know, kind of like stitching two different songs in one. You know, mm-hmm. that's like that's like the thing, one of the things in K-pop right now. And they do it really well. I agree. I agree. They they for, well. Like, well, Stray Kids, yes, but like NMIX. And that's a difference. <laughs> um, actually, I think they had to make it that way so that people would take notice. Although I've yeah. heard people say like, why did they have to do it? They'll get noticed either way because they're from a big three company. But to be honest... I feel like the competition now is very intense between like fourth generation groups. So they have to they have to really come up with something that stands out. And to be fair to JYP now, they have three active, like really active girl groups. Twice yes. is C and now N Mix. So yeah. how do you like twice is their twice is their signature sound? Yes, yes. It's C is more of their um kind of take it to the streets. Kind yes. of kind of sound, right? Yes, so what do you do with NMIX? It's it may not have been the smoothest debut. debut. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, 
very talented. We have hopes for a good song the next comeback. And also, maybe they're just really trying to find out their identity, musical identity. Yes. Um, as they as their career mm-hmm. progresses. Side note, Nayon's new song, really good. Yes, yes. Is, okay, really good. what do you think about that? Is that like a JYP sound? Is, it, is that part of like their signature sound? I feel like if it's not their signature sound, then out of the big three, they're the ones who will be able to do that type of sound mm. the best. Is, I mean, it just imagine, obviously, it's not a YG <laughs> it's not the YG sound thing. Yes. You'll never, you you will never expect something like that to come out of YG. And even like we haven't talked about SM yet, but mm-hmm. you really don't even expect that. I wouldn't expect that from SM. So yeah. like they're the ones who will do it best out of the big three. The last company or the last label we're gonna talk about from the big three is SM Entertainment. So SM Entertainment, actually based on my research, the SM Studio had started in 1989, but SM Entertainment started in 1995. So they're basically the first in, in the industry. Yeah. So yes, they did pioneer the growth of K-pop and this company was founded by none other than Lee Suman. <laughs> Hello, Samar Boss. At SM Town uh, Global, please. <laughs> um, and they're known for their overseas success for some artists in the early days of K-pop. Uh, yes. So I guess Lenny has a lot to say about this because she's been an SM fan ever since. So they're known for... Okay, so here, here's some of the groups you might <laughs> from me, me not know <laughs> girls generation red velvet espa super junior tvxq shiny exo nct and of course boa what do you think about sm's music mm-hmm. no biases uh, here no biases here yeah yeah, no biases, whether it's music or it's like concepts. Let's stick to music. Okay, let's stick to music. I'm going to say the same thing anyway, uh-huh. which is that SM for me is very much ahead of the curve when it comes to the type of music that they do. Mm-hmm. If, for example, like, like I said a while ago with JYP, they know how to take what's currently popular mm-hmm. and make it into their own and make it you know make mm-hmm. it the best SM made what's popular before it was popular so yeah, someone had it, to yeah. start it someone had to make it someone had to Basically, do it first before it became popular and SM was that company yeah so someone had to shut on it first yeah someone had to not like it first yeah someone had to do it first and then people didn't like it and then eventually, it became popular. And mm-hmm. then I'm not saying it to be like, huh, SM is God and others are not. But mm-hmm. then that's how it usually has happened. Not music-related, but Super Junior 
when SM said they were going to debut with a 12, 13 member group, people were, people were like, you're crazy. That's never going to work. And yeah. then look at K-pop now. Yeah. <laughs> like seven members is the minimum now. Yes. Yes. So, oh you know, it's some, things like that. And then you see it with currently in terms of music, like NCT and ESPA, like people are shitting on their music. <laughs> What the hell yeah. is that? Mm-hmm. What the hell is Sticker? What the hell is Seventh Sense, you know, when mm-hmm. NCT debuted? And then you look at the kind of music that's happening now. You may or may not like it, but it's kind of the truth that SM did kind of start, if not all of it, then uh, a significant amount of the mm-hmm. music that's currently popular now. Yeah, I agree. And I guess with SM, they're just, in terms of music production, they're just not scared to yes. experiment. I feel like they deliberately consider vocal range, vocal tones, yeah, rapping abilities, you know, of their artists. That's why their music translates the way it is. Because they just, They study everything that goes and into the process. And it's not like saying that the others don't. It's just that yeah. I guess it's more evident in SM's music. Maybe also because they're very, very open to working with a lot of producers. Mm-hmm. Like they don't shy away from... I mean, of course, they have their core group of producers, but also they're yeah. not like afraid to collaborate with other producers from abroad and to collaborate mm-hmm. also with other artists because there are a mm-hmm. lot of songs in like their discographies who are with like, other artists. And you'd be surprised, yeah. oh, this SM artist has a collaboration with this artist, you know? Yeah. And it's not like it sounds forced. It just sounds very on-brand. I guess, you know, mm-hmm. but that's... That's what SM is really good at, like branding each artist and their type of music. So it reflects like in every other aspect of their yeah. image. I feel like it's really a testament to the vision mm-hmm. of what the music, what the music that they want to create. Because apparently, like uh, music aside, like LSM had the vision of SMCU before, before. Mm. Like before they even made it into a thing. Mm-hmm. So like if you're that dedicated that you spend almost like 20 years trying to make this whole Kwangya thing work <laughs> and it somehow worked, like that's the dedication that went behind every single song, every single album. Not all the songs are exceptional. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to talk about which artists I have, you know, <laughs> certain things with. Mm-hmm. But all in all, like they stick to this vision of really making good music and it, it shows. Let's move on to Big Hit labels. Big Hit started in 2005 by Bang Siyuk. So yes. under Big Hit labels, we have two artists, BTS, of course, and TXT, or Yay. Tomorrow by Together. Yeah. So relatively It's still just new. That, mm-hmm, I'm actually... A fan of both. I guess I'll have to start this. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, well, actually, all things considered, I think BTS's music is different from mm-hmm. TXT's music. 
even their song titles are pretty long and pretty odd. So I guess that's an added appeal. Their songs are very textured. And I really, really liked how it has two sides. You have the soft TXT sound. And now you have like a more rock TXT sound for BTS. So I, I guess what I liked about BTS's music is that the lyrics were very honest because not a lot mm-hmm. of artists, you know, sing about like Korean society and all these things. And they've established their group as representatives of, of the youth, which, you know, translates into the stuff that they did. Although more recently, they've been doing or they've done English songs, very pop, you know, Western, which um, I knew a lot of people came into the fandom because of these songs and because it was so easy on the ears. But I just feel like not enough people get to appreciate their actual sound anymore or what they were working towards. Um, which brings me to briefly mention, because we're talking about music right now, they did also feel the same way, that the more recent things that they've been doing is not them. So I just want them to be able to find their sound again, honestly. Because Permission to Dance, Butter, Dynamite, it's just a little too superficial. Mm. when they've been making songs that are rooted in their culture, in in experiences as you. For me, like, yeah, even the way that you describe it, Big Hit as a company, I think, has their work cut out for them when it comes Hmm. to really uh, establishing their unique sound Mm -hmm. as as a label, as a company, even with just these two artists, you know, like they can, even if they have just two artists, they can do two completely different sounds. Yeah. But then it can be like, oh yeah, they're from Big Hit. Mm-hmm. Right now, like you, I personally don't really see it as being very cohesive from a certain company. It's mm-hmm. more of just, I guess they're currently in their experimental phase. Yeah, because they are still young. They are still growing. They are still experimenting. I agree with you on that. Yeah. And I feel like there are a lot of things they have yet to experience as a label. Yeah, I agree with that because essentially BTS is like their first success. Yes, yes. So, so like I understand that it can be kind of overwhelming like what mm-hmm. we do now in terms of music. So... from a certain standpoint I understand how they can be like okay we have a lot of western audiences so let's make songs relating to their western audiences because they're popular worldwide now you know and things like that Uh, but yeah still standing by the point that it's really really important I think for them now for the longevity of their label and for the longevity of the company of Hybe everything that they've created like uh to be able to establish a sound or establish like a, a through line of what does big hit sound like? Right. What does, you know, because now it's not just going to be just BTS and TXT. They're going to have to debut another group 
sometime. Yes, yes, yes. I've in the like, future. So what what is that gonna sound like? Yeah. Is, is it gonna sound like big hit or is it gonna sound like someone different? And that's gonna be their challenge, I guess. And can I just share like mm-hmm. what they told you about? Because mm-hmm. Trixie told me to listen to the new songs from the anthology mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. And I just I just want to mention it. I feel like it's a very important point. Mm-hmm. Was that when I listened to the new songs from the anthology album, I just really felt like there was no heart in it. Like, if you've listened to all of our other uh, album reviews, I'm the one who's mostly like, this is how I feel. Like, the song is, is feeling, yeah. like, it's making me yeah. feel, you know, I'm really big on that. But then I just didn't, tapping into the songs, I didn't feel a heart on the mm-hmm. other side from where the music was coming from. So from that standpoint, like how do you, how this big hit now create songs that are good, create songs that are trendy, create songs that are going to be popular, that also have a heart, that also can touch the audience in a way that yes it's manufactured it's produced it's gonna be you know it's gonna be made by so many other people and yes it can be made to cater to audiences but how does it still have a heart after all of that i don't wanna talk about their break on this episode but i feel like it's necessary not just mm-hmm. for their growth as individuals, but for the growth and the development of the music as well. Yes. At the end of the day, big hit is big hit and BTS is going to be not just, you know, their only artist. artist currently and in the future. Like, whether the BTS will stay BTS forever, they're still going to have to produce yes. a new group or other artists, solo whatever so what identity or what type of music will that group have to do yes considering bts is doing this and txt is doing this so i hope you guys learned a little something from today and we hope you enjoyed this episode this has been trixie and lenny thank you guys so much for tuning in this week we'll see you again soon bye Bye-bye.